0: Hello, this is Notes from the Back Row, a podcast like no other, different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the Mind. two notes from the back row the official podcast of back-row.com champions of unsung and underrated cinema my name is dan gorman and i am here as always with carlo carlo and this is another episode of cream of the crud where carlo and i talk about what we've been watching any news of notable physical releases movies we've screened and much more it's a potpourri of podcasting for the cinematically deranged thank you for joining us (laughs) what's going on not
1: much really like i've been watching way more movies that's good yeah, compared to last time, like, I was starting to make up my writing down my notes, yeah. seeing what I'd watched, and it was, like, I had to, like, eliminate stuff, like, okay, I'm just gonna focus on a couple of things to talk about, because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know why I've been watching more.
0: Uh, I, it's interesting, because, like, lately, I still have a lot since the last time we recorded, but oh, yeah? lately I've been watching less, and it's, oh. it's partially because... Hmm. um i've watched like a season and a bit of who's the boss (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) because uh there's a there's a ctv app here in canada and it's like a free app and Hmm. you can watch like new episodes of tv on it but they like they lock the episodes after a certain amount of time so you have to like be a cable subscriber to get certain shows but yeah. but they have like a, a ctv throwback section yeah where they and have that's not locked it's not locked because they Sweet. don't care yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all like old sitcoms and things that people don't care about anymore and so i love I, stuff that people don't care about <laughs> yeah yeah and so i like to go in there and just watch watch whatever and so i i was watching this old tv show called teachers only which is like a sitcom about mm. these teachers that never you know, heard of it a is school. that canadian <laughs> I don't think it is, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was just one of the thing that I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this weird show I've never heard of. How um, was it? it? And it was okay, but okay, yeah. <laughs> but what stuck was I put who's the boss on hmm. and uh, now we're like a season and, and a half almost into it. And uh, I, turns out I really, I like, I've always known this, but I do really like a, a a cheesy sitcom yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so no, com- it's it. so comforting <laughs> yeah
1: sitcoms are way comforting like not yeah. just the cheesy ones but i remember like a couple of years ago i had this like chronic nausea thing and all basically all that book kept me through the day was just looking forward to we were watching seinfeld at the time yeah, like yeah. all of it and it was it was just like a, like one of the rare highlights of my day between just being nauseous the entire day yeah it was very soothing uh yeah yeah, I love that. So
0: like instead of sitting down to watch a movie at the end of the night, yeah, or, yeah. or sitting down to like spend a half hour trying to figure out what I'm gonna watch <laughs> and then watching a movie, I spend two hours watching four episodes of Here's oh, nice. the yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, yeah. I know there's a bunch of that on YouTube as well, I noticed. Uh yeah. just like sitcoms, like old sitcoms that no one cares about anymore. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was looking at like episodes of Laverne and Shirley and Mark and Mindy, all that stuff is just on YouTube.
0: No one cares. Yeah, Uh, you know what? I found uh, somebody on Twitter. I can't Mm. remember. I wish I could remember who it was. Somebody they do screenings. I'll I'll look up their name and maybe put it in the notes if I find it. But they were talking on Twitter about uh, this old sitcom called "Women in Prison." (laughs) What a sitcom about women in prison. Um, And it is it is just a sitcom about like a, a a couple women that all did different crimes and they, and they go to jail and and the sitcom takes place in jail. (laughs) Um, but it has, it has like a cast of like interesting people. It has like CCH Mm. pounder. Mm. It has Wendy Joe Sperber who was in, I want to hold your hand and bachelor party. So like, I want (laughs) to, I want to see it, but I I can't really, there's like one or two episodes of this one season, uh on youtube but not uh not many mm. other places
1: mm.
0: no you want it even more <laughs> i know i want it even more <laughs> and what a weird what a weird concept for a show like let's make a sitcom about these women that are in prison and it's just a light you know a lighthearted fox sitcom <laughs> was it fox for real yeah yeah that's, that's yeah sad. that's what i've been doing <laughs> sweet
1: we have have we been watching tv not really i feel no. Like I'm just well, watching all uh, like all the anime stuff that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, uh, we've been watching uh, for a couple of weeks now this uh, anime from the late '80s called osomatsu kun yeah. and this was based on like a '60s manga uh there was an anime adaptation in the 60s as well black and white but this 80s one is like really really interesting and really weird it was made by this guy the the original manga author uh he's basically the godfather of gag manga so okay. people talk about the godfather of manga as osamu tezuka astro Boy a lot. but this guy is like the godfather of gag manga so comedy is its thing and he had two big properties one is called osomatsu they did a reboot a couple of years ago which is like that caught on like crazy there's mm. like merch of that stuff uh that one's called osomatsu san the difference is osomatsu kun is more uh it indicates young people mm. uh, that suffix and osomatsu san this means mister so they're all grown up now they're trying to get jobs it's it's very meta but this 80s one this it's really interesting there's uh, been a whole lot of episodes that reminded me of the simpsons in that i started to su- suspect that uh, a couple of writers on the simpsons may have been watching that st- oh really tough s- chances of that are kind of slim i feel but it's just like concepts that like do you remember the episode of the simpsons where Marge goes to work at the power plant yeah yeah so that episode is sort of mixed with the one where March becomes like a real estate agent like those two episodes mixed we just watched an episode today of Osamatsu-kun that is just that and <laughs> um, so you have this like set uh, this um, a couple of like main characters but every episode they play different roles as if they're like putting on this little theater which allows the the, the creators um uh, to really play with the format and they just invent like a different story set in like it's like every episode is a tree hose of horror just a concept mm-hmm. but it's the same characters and they play different roles and a lot of like role swapping as well it's, it's it's really interesting and really funny like the animation is it made us it makes us laugh a lot and yeah you, you can find that show by the way on the there's this site called uh, retro crush dot tv i think which has like a bunch of like vintage anime and the Otsumatsukun kun that i'm talking about is on that as well so you can check it out there uh i believe accounts are free there you can just like sign up and it might be a thing where if you have a premium account there's like no ads or something Mm. but it's yeah again because it's old shit, no one cares. Yeah, <laughs> you can just go there and watch a bunch of like vintage anime, and nice. yeah, I, I recommend that one if you're into comedy. Uh, and I feel Sweet. like comedy anime can be kind of a hard sell, especially like old stuff. Maybe this is like very a me thing. I, I probably can't recommend it to like this like your regular weeb or whatever. <laughs> uh, like you can tell as well. Like if you go to like the, the the main anime sites where you can see like oh this has an average rating of this basically like the letterbox this or the Mm -hmm. imdb secret like any for anime the ratings for the stuff is not high (laughs) at all it's like 60 ish percent at best but man i really like it (laughs) i really like it a lot (laughs) so yeah i guess we've been watching some tv in in that sense yeah Um, nice
0: nice yeah comfort stuff
1: as well for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. And and we also have been watching movies that we screen. So mm, if you go sure. to credbuddies.club, you can see our schedule where we do movies in the morning on Sunday mornings. And one that we did recently was mm. the Enzo G Castorelli joint, the New Barbarians. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and this is funny because uh, mm. is it? <laughs> uh, well, I noticed that you also followed that up by watching. I did Escape from the Bronx. Um, yeah,
1: one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and I do feel like people people seem to like Escape from the Bronx maybe even more than hmm new barbarians but i feel like we both had a lot of fun with new barbarians
1: <laughs> yeah uh i mean during this this uh, the stream my internet sort of became janky so i had to i don't know i, I just said fuck it i'm gonna watch it another day and i did yeah. I, I think i watched it the next day but i i, I think i got like half an hour in but I was like, man, I'm, I'm really kind of enjoying this. I'm looking yeah. I'm looking forward to finishing this movie and the next day I did. And yeah, I really like it. And I think, um, so you've got like the new bar- Barbarians, Escape from the Bronx and 1990 yeah. Bronx Warriors, which yeah. is like Enzo Castellari's uh, post-apocalyptic trilogy that he shot in like six months, <laughs> um, <laughs> which... I rewatched Escape from the Bronx. I didn't realize it was a rewatch until like 20 minutes in. I'm like, I've seen this movie. I've seen yeah. it like, I don't know, like 15 years ago or some shit, but I remembered scenes. um That one isn't super post apocalyptic. And from my recollection of 1990 Bronx Warriors, I feel it, it's sort of like flirting with a post apocalyptic thing. There's a lot of like, yeah rubble and uh dilapidated buildings and sort of like you know um shitty new york
0: yeah exactly but
1: but the one that is actually post-apocalyptic is this new barbarians that we watch like there's barely anything left of mankind and you've got this like road warrior character driving around in a car that is basically the homer Mm-hmm. which i thought
0: i couldn't get over that that car. I, I kept wanting the cucaracha, la cucaracha to play <laughs>
1: oh man i would have lost that fuck
0: yeah yeah and it's very like we shot this out in the desert yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. cities around and it's funny also because usually that can be terrible usually it's, it's the true, like yeah. low budget post-apocalyptic <laughs> mad mm, max influenced <laughs> movie yeah you have like a 90 percent chance it's gonna be a fucking snooze fest
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> i don't know why i programmed it then i was like man i feel like some italian trash yeah, I was like, yeah just in the mood for it i'm like it's been a long time um and there's this guy i follow on letterbox he sometimes has like really like deviating opinions mm-hmm. like he has this new barbarians at like 4.5 stars or something and so like whoa he likes this movie a lot so uh, it's it's i i think at that point it was the only one of the post-apocalyptic trilogy i hadn't seen yet i was like uh okay let's see okay it's on youtube let's let's watch it let's watch it together because it feels like something that might be fun to watch together and uh yeah, I couldn't yeah. watch until the end, but it's definitely man, I had a blast watching this one. Like uh, it kinda had me like reassess how I feel about post apocalyptic Italian trash it, cinema.
0: <laughs> it has all of the hallmarks of the sort of low budget. We mm-hmm. shot it, you know, in in this just in this area. We have these like poorly cobbled together, you know, cars and yeah. and and everyone is shooting normal looking assault rifles but we've made it post-apocalyptic <laughs> so by making laser the noise <laughs> yeah the guns always beep, go beep, like beep. Beep, 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 <laughs> yeah you they just look like they're firing machine guns <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and everyone's wearing ridiculous like outfits yeah n- yeah not nearly as cool as the cover art, art outfits um,
1: uh i think the cover art the one i'm thinking of is just one that has like fred williamson on it and s- i'm sorry but fred williamson's out- uh, outfit in this is fucking amazing he's like this golden gladiator yeah yeah with with, with a bow where he fires like explosives from oh yeah i was like man i I want this action figure like i I never really want like human action figures like the ones i have are like you know i've got like a godzilla and a gremlin and a jason Voorhees, which is debatably human (laughs) but this fred williamson and the new barbarians i Man, if they so ever good. make an action figure of that, I'm I I need it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the one that in that's in my memory is the uh, the cover that's on Letterbox. It's like uh, the I think that's George
1: Eastman on it. The like, yeah, bad guy, yeah? yeah, yeah,
0: and he's like bearded and he just looks like he's leathery and shooting a laser gun and you're like that doesn't happen in the movie
1: <laughs> no no because his outfit is like the rest of the uh what they call them, the templars of the yeah. this this like new uh cult in the post-apocalyptic thing yes, yeah yeah um, but yeah uh,
0: yeah th- and, and so the thing that I think that works about this movie mm. and this is what I wrote on Letterboxd was like th- it works because it's like 70% people driving around in those cars mm-hmm. and getting into fights and yeah. then usually one to two times times per fight somebody will blow up as a dummy yeah. and their head will pop off and yeah
1: <laughs> i said this as well in my write-up for escape from the bronx but man enzo castellari really has my number with all the like explodes uh, exploding dummies and oh, heads yeah. and all that shit like every time it happened and the way it happens in new barbarians is oh man it's so fulfilling yeah to watch. And it <laughs> happens a
0: couple times and then there's also mm-hmm. like the cars have little things that pop out that are like yeah. uh, yeah. buzzsaws, yeah. and <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. kind of of like full of of funny silly and entertaining things but then also Mm. like when it does stop to get talky it Mm. never lasts for overly long and and, like the plot is really ridiculous and by the time it gets to the end of the movie and Mm. the main guy takes like his clothes off to reveal the like clear (laughs) armor it's just like what is going on i love it
1: (laughs) yeah his armor and that is like man he's do you remember that band aqua from the late 90s yes (laughs) i don't know like it just reminded me of that it's like the the main guy in aqua he, he will be wearing that shit yeah. it's like absolutely not badass but uh, <laughs> i don't know i love it and the movie is just a another weird decision added on top of a layer of already interesting decisions uh andrew castle really outdid himself with this one yeah. i feel it, it might have been the last one uh like release wise of the trilogy but mm. it's hard to say like if he shot them all in like six months i feel like he would be shooting them at the same time basically
0: yeah so that makes sense yeah
1: (laughs) there's a blu-ray of all three uh from blue underground uh i feel
0: like i should buy that
1: yeah i want it i want it but it'll be import for me because it's Mm -hmm. uh the the region thing is not an issue because i know blue underground does like i'm pretty sure i have blue underground blu-ray so i feel like they're blue, yeah. uh, region free um yeah william lustig's uh yeah company yeah i i kind of want that one as well i just want to
0: yeah it'd be good to have have that new barbarians <laughs> uh and the
1: totally. other the other ones are fine as well like i remember um escape from the bronx i was getting a little snoozy here and there it has less moments in it compared to new barbarians that are so outlandish there's still like guys blowing up so this is still yeah. like pretty satisfactory to watch um, I, th-
0: I think i've seen 1990 the bronx warriors the most because mm. greg would play it at the bar on oh, mute okay. on vhs so i feel like i've seen that so many times not yeah. with sound
1: and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting yeah 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 I've, I've definitely seen 1990 bronx warriors but i can't recall it like it's gonna be the same thing if i re-watch it where i'm like i have seen this before yeah at this point i like just a blank like i have (laughs) no recollection of scenes or whatever totally Uh, yeah i was i was kind of like uh if you would just want to keep going about other stuff we've been watching sure yeah Um, uh, unless you have something else in between then we can like take a little break so I
0: did so that so if you do want to join us for our screenings Mm. don't forget to go to crudbuddies.club you can find all of them there you can scroll down you'll find a button to click and it'll take you to our sort of interactive calendar where you can find trailers and links and everything you need Mm -hmm. Um, I do have some stuff written down for the physical media corner oh cool Um, yeah let's do that so uh, just a a few so I did want to mention that um, Kaleidoscope Entertainment in the UK is going to be putting out No Retreat, No Surrender on Blu-ray. Um, and I just wanted to bring that up because that was such a fun experience for me watching hmm. that movie because it it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. When did you see this? It, uh, pro- probably like within the last year or a year and a half. Oh, okay, okay. Pretty and I went into it thinking, oh, it's going to be a Jean-Claude Van Damme action movie.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's kind of what you hope for going in but then it becomes it's just something different and it's all the better for it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i did not know that it was going to be you know kind of a mix
1: ghost bruce lee
0: yeah like like a mix between what (laughs) i think you you described it as miami connection plus karate kid
1: yeah yeah that's that's uh totally pretty on the money yeah uh from what i remember yeah that that first (laughs) no retreats are in their movie it's something special like the sequels i don't like the second one but the third one is pretty good as well. Have you ever seen that one?
0: No, I haven't
1: yeah we should or like if you want to do for time bandits i feel like it'd be a really good time bandits pick as well that's a
0: good idea or
1: uh yeah. if not we can stream it as well like i have it in my um what do you call it like my reserves yes yeah. list, <laughs> list if i really don't know what the what to show pop it on go to no retreat no surrender <laughs> three because not that many people have seen it compared to the first one because people just assume sequels are shit <laughs> which is that's yeah. that's just not the way but that third <laughs> one is is it? That's a pretty fun movie. It's uh, Lauren Avadon is the star in that one. S- same as in the second one. S- second one has actually it has it. It's not a problem of the cast or who directed because the director is Corey Yun Kuei, yeah. who did a bunch of like Hong Kong shit. It stars Lauren Avadon. It has Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, Matthias Hughes is in it as the bad guy but something about that movie the pace is just I don't know it always puts me to sleep like it's one of those movies where I'm like I should be liking this but why am I not engaged and uh I mean I have a set that is all three on DVD so once in a while I will just watch all three again like even if I don't really like the second one like who knows maybe one day but I'm not (laughs) holding out hope I've already tried twice and (laughs) time I'm like I don't know something off about this movie
0: (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) um and then i also wanted to mention so this is a scream factory release that was announced quite recently but um killer party 1986 is gonna land on blu-ray so that's good yeah yeah. and yeah we did an episode of that
1: yeah yeah and uh for hoser Horror Horror. with uh, amanda reyes yeah yeah check that out uh totally. that was a good episode a good talk uh man uh i'm always kind of bummed out when it's screen factory because i still don't have a region free Blu- blu-ray player yeah. and I, I i at this point i just don't see it happening anymore like my, blue, <laughs> my my like my physical releases collection at this point it's i'm content like i yeah. buy stuff here and there but if i open the floodgates of region free meaning yeah. i can buy like every screen factory release that's 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 not going to be good.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I'm the same way <laughs> where, where like I have stopped trying to keep up with the, the barrage of releases as mm-hmm. of like probably two or three years ago. Yeah. But, but, like you i will you know purchase things here and there like vinegar syndrome has a sale i might get one or i just bought the severin release of siege so it's kind of like if something is there that i feel like is a must own i'm gonna do it but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah or i purchased the uh the ninja set from vinegar syndrome yeah yeah so here and there (laughs) yeah same i mean
1: like where does it end otherwise i know know? (laughs) it's it's kind of like i don't know it makes me uneasy uh if my collection grows too big i'm like yeah oh man this is gonna be like a real pain in the ass if i move and uh (laughs) so i just try to limit myself to like stuff where i'm like i never expected this to come out in blu-ray that's the stuff i want (laughs) and it's most of the time it's actually like asian stuff like uh like japanese obscure obscure movies or like a fancy gameron godzilla yeah, the, yeah those releases and the uh, the one that arrow announced that's the only pre-order i have at the moment is the snake girl and the silver-haired witch mm-hmm. one also oh, it, that's gonna be good it, it's never existed in like hd and now it's coming out on you like arrow blu-ray so yeah it was like that's a no-brainer for me mm-hmm. i'm buying that it's just <laughs> it's no question i have
0: yeah. to <laughs> um so well also we have to get a gamera mention on every episode of course um i also don't think that i have circled back on the fact that i did see gamera guardian of the universe oh that's true yeah um if you want to and think i, about I that, think maybe we that. just <laughs> didn't talk about it the last episode and i don't want no, to talk about it for too long because 1995 talk about gamera. <laughs> that's a good movie
1: yeah for sure <laughs> like for a 90s kaiju movie yeah it's Way better than it should be.
0: (laughs) I liked that there was a lot of googly eyes. All the eyes in that one have really (laughs) hilarious... uh, But but still look dope. Like all the miniatures and the destruction is so... Awesome in that one. And mm-hmm. the human drama. I know that like when people talk about these movies, it's yeah. like it's constantly like the human drama, so, the like ratio between the drama and the sure, <laughs> action. Sure. Um, but but I did feel like it was just enough to 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 keep you going. Um there was some silly stuff like the there's a whole plot about the little girl who's like connected to them somehow, yeah, yeah, to yeah, gamera yeah. somehow, and it's very like t- it's almost not tangential, but it's like it just kind of happens, you're like, okay, I guess to <laughs> she's connected (laughs) like yeah it's just enough
1: (laughs) yeah but here's the thing though it comes back yeah yeah so watch this watch the sequels i will it's not just like i've said this before but this is a trilogy this is not just like yeah yeah normally kaiju movies they're all like one and done like they don't follow each other up really But this Gamera trilogy is like, they were made like with purpose, like one leading into the other. And that's why just like watching one of them, pretty cool movie, uh, very uh, well done. Like a really good mix of like um, modern effects, but still keep it practical. Like Japan is still good at that. They still like respect the tradition of like rubber monsters and all that stuff. And like if Mm -hmm. you're going to use computer effects, do both at least. Like use it to emphasize uh, the real stuff. Um, but then you watch the second one, and it's like, ooh, the plot thickens. And then you watch the third one, and it's like a proper conclusion, like without having to end on a cliffhanger. On uh, in in, nice. in in that way of like, ooh, maybe there will be more if uh, enough people watch it. No, it's like from the offset they had a trilogy envisioned.
0: That's awesome. And it
1: builds, and man, that that's yeah, those can't, I can't is, wait
0: to see the second one. Then. Those I'm movies gonna, are I'm struggling. gonna watch it soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. also that that period of the '90s too. It's like mm-hmm. just like you said it's just um the miniatures and all that is are 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 just good enough that you know it's not like laughably silly but it's also (laughs) not like we're leaning so hard into like into you know high-tech ways to do these Mm -hmm. movies so it's like Mm -hmm. this perfect little area where it's like everything looks cool and awesome and fun
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's true uh that director he did he did one godzilla movie as well and i think i think it's like early 2000 uh, two, okay two, yeah two godzilla mothra and yeah it's a, like a really long yeah. title I, I always forget the giant entire monsters title.
0: all at attack <laughs>
1: yeah 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 and that, that is one of the best godzilla movies as well like in terms of King modern Kidora. godzilla movies but of course that one is like one and done but it's yeah i really enjoy that one i remember like of that era godzilla it is the best one easily nice watch yeah. listed yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very good like yeah uh, the things you liked about the is it like 95 gamma guardian yep. of the universe yeah yeah the the things you liked in that one will you will see okay. him sweet return in the godzilla one it's, okay. it's very good
0: very good sweet well let's continue into what we've been watching what have you, what yeah, have you yeah. been watching <laughs>
1: yeah so uh going back on what we were talking about earlier like uh post-apocalyptic italian cinema so i was riding the high of new barbarians and i did (laughs) follow it up with escape from the bronx but before i got to escape from the bronx on the very same day that i watched uh, the new barbarians i watched a movie that has a couple of titles (laughs) and one of those titles is the hold on let me check my notes the new gladiators yes aka the Fighter Centurions, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the most commonly known title, Warriors of the Year
0: 2072. Yes. Um, Fulci.
1: Lucho Fulci, yeah, exactly. One of the rare non-horror Lucho Fulci movies. The other one I can think <laughs> of is Conquest, which is... Have you ever seen Conquest?
0: I keep um, meaning to watch it. Oh. And I I don't know... <laughs> If I'm going to just watch my VHS of it or if I'm going to watch like a really good copy of it because I'm kind of like I'm torn because I know that that's kind of like a movie that, you know, is is a hazy, weird movie that might lend itself to a a crusty (laughs) VHS. Uh, I don't know.
1: Maybe. But it's yeah, that movie's like a real sensory mind fuck. Yeah, I I do want to see it. Yeah, but also Lucio Filci, his movies look good so if yes, you watch so like you an hd wanna version want to see it yeah yeah that will pay off as well like same with this uh, warriors of the year 2072 it's a good looking movie it's a good sounding movie as well you've got the uh, resort Dolani on the soundtrack i sent Hell you yeah. like one of this uh one of the songs on that um really sick beats so good yeah um this one has have been on my radar as well to watch for ages just based on the concept because hold on let me see if i can pull up the
0: oh it's like um real quick. It's, television it's like, networks or yeah, something yeah yeah
1: yeah it's sort of like uh oh wait i got it okay so in the future two television networks compete for ratings by producing violent game shows i'm in yeah right (laughs) like i i probably read that synopsis years ago and then i had it on my watch list but then somehow i forgot to watch it properly but it's it's like basically running man but it predates running man by a couple of years so i feel like running man again based on a stephen king short story but i don't know when that story was written Mm -hmm. anyway it feels very it's, it's like running man mixed with rollerball sort of uh like the synopsis said about this like this extreme television network what was it called again wbs Mm. (laughs) it was called um they have like shows like one of them like the main one is called kill bikes (laughs) (laughs) very straightforward just kill bikes and then there's this other show that they they're sort of like feels like channel surfing or just like the network checking in on the shows and this one show is just you see like this like pit and pendulum situation where a woman is lying and this this pendulum this like sickle is coming down oh god it's uh, gradually and the kicker is that the more she screams the faster it comes down but she's so scared that she can't stop yeah. screaming and then the camera uh switches to the woman and she's in a virtual reality sort of like oh my headset god headset thing so it's 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 like this death game that she's playing but in virtual reality and if she yeah. if she wins if she manages to not scream that means she wins but <laughs> of course this is a lucha Filci movie so there's gonna be some gore so yeah you know spoiler alert she doesn't win <laughs> But that's sort of like the setup of this movie and then you got the main guy the protagonist he is a kill biker like the most famous kill biker he even <laughs> so i forget the actor's name but he sort of looks like james Caan, which again the rollerball thing i feel yeah. like they, they just cast him based on that um so they force him to participate in this kill bike uh revamped battle royale to the death with a bunch of other like kill bikers like 20 in one arena and last man standing thing but so yeah they basically coax him into participating in this crazy version of kill bikes even though it's already called kill bikes yeah by killing his wife and then he retaliates which would send him to prison unless he participates in the battle royale to the death that's part of the plot
0: <laughs> only
1: part and, and so at at, at at this point you think oh okay this is gonna be like a tournament thing about the, like this uh huge kill bike to the death thing uh but then there's also like this plot about the sentient ai and it gets okay. all like 2001-ish at points it's it's like it's so convoluted and it's it's like classic fulci in that there's a bunch of pieces of movies, movie that don't really fit together, mm-hmm. but it's still enjoyable to watch because it's just like nonsense, but it looks pretty and it sounds great. And um, there's also like really cool miniatures, but it's like the miniatures are supposed to represent a futuristic post-apocalyptic Rome, like Rome in the year 2072. Okay. And it looks really cool, but it's basically like Blade Runner, but someone built it in shop class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really like homemade shit, but it's, it's, it's moody and it works. And then the Rizzer Dolani soundtrack kicks in and, um, and Fred Williamson is in this one uh, again. Real, some really cool scenes with him. Um, like I get this movie five stars and knowing it's, it's probably not a five star movie. I was like, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm glad yeah. I gave it five stars.
0: <laughs> nice so awesome. that's, a good, that's
1: that's a good one okay uh, to check out if that appeals to you then yeah
0: yeah then watch warriors of the year 2072 aka the new gladiators 1984 lucio mm-hmm. fulci I'm going to try and remember to do that when we talk about movies, because <laughs> <laughs> I know as a podcast listener, I'm always waiting for people to bring the movie back up at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and we talked about a Gamera movie before from 95.
1: FYI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're, we're building a narrative.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort yeah, yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. And, and I did look it up. Running Man came out as a novel. Yeah. Oh, a novel um, okay. In 19... Uh, oh, how am I missing this? Uh, 82. <laughs> Okay. So, so it could be an influence on this.
1: Yeah, I wonder if... Let's see. So Because this is 84.
0: Maybe they were shooting it in 83.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe someone read that Stephen King novel. There, there's a couple of writers on this one. It's just it's not just like Lucha Filci. It's okay. uh, like four writers are listed on Letterboxd. So mm-hmm. who knows? Who I don't knows? know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so I ended up doing a bit of a like weird rabbit hole that i fell down into hmm. recently which came out of nowhere you know i'm not like uh the world's biggest like burt reynolds fan i'm not like <laughs> you know i gotta see every <laughs> burt reynolds movie yeah, but yeah, what yeah. i've seen movies with burt reynolds and enjoy them mm.
1: yeah um, i uh, i get the burt reynolds appeal but again i'm also not the biggest yeah like, i haven't seen that many movies but i get his yeah. appeal sort of
0: yeah and I didn't – so I did I, – one day I was just like I, – I think when Burt Reynolds passed away, mm-hmm. I was like, I should watch more, and I made a list kind of thing. Okay. And then one day I was like, I'm in the mood for, like, a dad movie. I'm in the mood <laughs> for, like, a weekend mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. thriller, you know. You're, that was definitely you're,
1: his brother and brother at, at one yeah, point.
0: Yeah. for sure. Your best friend's dad loved this movie <laughs> kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And for so sure. I ended up watching Heat 1986. And that kind of got me on this weird little kind of trilogy of I followed it up with Stick 1985 and then Sharky's Machine 1981 in there. Mm. And they're all adaptations of novels. Oh, OK. Um, so it's like this kind of 80s period of Bert's career where he was doing these adaptations. He directed a couple of them. I mm. think he directed Stick and Sharky's Shark Machine. Scene, yeah. mm. um, so I just was interested in it. And um, I kind of really enjoyed Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where he plays like a mercenary who gets hired to do these different jobs. And the movie opens with him, um, like at a bar hitting on this woman and, um, like being disgusting and like being just such a shithead. And I was like, wow, this is one of the most Chris unlikable. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of the most unlikable characters I've ever seen. Mm. He's like hitting on her. He won't leave her alone. Yeah. He's like being really gross about it. And this guy shows up who's like her partner and he's like a nerd, kind of like a loser <laughs> character. And he, and, and he's like, you know, unsure how Yeah. Unsure how to like take on this, this dude, mm. but you end up finding out later um, that like, that was actually his mercenary for hire. And, and this guy hired Burt Reynolds so that oh, he could beat okay. him up and look like a, okay. look like a real dude. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> a real man's man in front of his girl. <laughs> and I was like, what a great opening. Cause I could totally be like. Yeah, that, I was, that turns it around, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, man, I hate this dude so much. She's like, and I was like, I'm... Him. Yeah, and <laughs> and then it just turns into um, this weird movie where Peter McNichol is in it. And, oh, yeah. Janusz. Um, Janusz and <laughs> and he, like, hires him to kind of, like, train him. But then also Karen Young is in the movie, and she hires him sort of to, like... Um, help her with this situation where she was um she was assaulted and she needs to get revenge on these guys Mm -hmm. and so it's like a really kind of like you could i could sense it as a book adaptation because it's like here's all these episodic things that happen in his life yeah yeah, yeah. um and so i really kind of had a good time with it um Hmm. from that perspective but i could see somebody watching it and being like when the fuck is the plot gonna kick in (laughs) like (laughs) you know yeah um, it does sort of sound like the movie it uh,
1: like not really and um, yeah episodic. yeah there's
0: not not a lot of drive to it and mm, like yeah there there is a, a point in the movie where i was like oh yeah peter mcnichol is in this and he hired him to do something i guess so are we <laughs> gonna get back to that <laughs> <laughs> um but it ends it, like it kind of all comes to an interesting uh place at the end of the movie and there's a great action scene at the end of the movie where at one point he douses a guy in gasoline and then jumps up and kicks the light bulb that he's standing under to light him on fire. (laughs) That was, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, so I, I enjoyed heat. Um, stick is an adaptation of an Elmore Leonard novel. Um, I liked it almost as much as heat, but it's very different. It's a bit more of a, like part silly part, like not silly kind of crime movie why is it called stick that's his name
1: oh okay I was yeah hoping like ernest a, Stickley. Like a, uh,
0: <laughs> oh Stickley. oh okay yeah it, but everyone it, calls him stick
1: yeah Classic. yeah i was hoping it'd be like a stick fighter kind of situation where that's just like a specialty it's
0: oh yeah yeah really good amazing at
1: driving stick <laughs> or whatever yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the interesting thing about stick is that george Segal is in it Oh, and nice. has like a real like that the movie takes a real turn when his character comes into it and gets even hmm. more comedic and i thought that was fun
1: <laughs> oh nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. i, lo- I love george Uh like shortly after he passed away i watched a couple of movies with him uh most of them were pretty enjoyable i watched like yeah, roller yeah.
0: coaster and the hot rock you watched the one that i had seen uh the the sequel to Oh. or the sort of like spiritual successor to lost and found
1: yeah lost and found that's the Which spiritual is... successor to oh fuck what's the name oh
0: the one where oh a touch of class touch of class yeah a touch yeah. of class have you
1: seen the t- touch of class or i just... haven't
0: but i hear it's great from you <laughs> man it's so weird <laughs> he said it was good yeah
1: it's so weird that you watched uh lost and found first because it's... i know man talk about diminishing returns it's, i don't know why it, it is half the movie that a touch of class is.
0: yeah so, yeah I, I watched it and i forgot that i watched it and then i logged <laughs> it like a week and a half later and i was like eh, i don't know it was okay
1: <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's like uh it's george seagal and glenda jackson just the same as uh, a touch of class but the director mm-hmm. uh same director as well um melvin frank but yeah they try to recapture that magic uh of a touch of class but yeah it's just not the same a touch of class is like really uh one of the like early 70s it, it feels sort of like the 60s and 60s early 70s type of comedy mm-hmm. um, a little bit screwball but like really great chemistry between Seagal and Jackson and if you like those two actors which I do a lot then yeah. lost and found isn't it complete wash but man that script has like real issues and um i'm like i'm not mad that i watched it but yeah i've also forgotten most of it
0: Uh. (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah so stick was pretty good and then i watch and then i watched sharky's machine which Mm -hmm. i liked quite a bit less than the other two um yeah it's a bit a bit more sleazy and in Mm. some ways it seemed like it was getting set up to be really great um but i really lost interest in it over the course of the movie and oh, so
1: is that the last one like chronologically of the three you watched it's one
0: it's the early oh is it early oh it's okay. the earlier one because it... that's 81 and heat is 86 Oh, and, oh, oh, oh okay uh, let's see here when uh stick, stick. was 85
1: mm-hmm, okay oh, yeah so, so. early Bert. are you gonna watch more Bert?
0: i might i might mm, mm, that kind of satisfied me for the moment yeah three is a lot isn't it yeah
1: <laughs> unless there's like <laughs> like two five star movies in there that keeps you going like that really yeah. energizes you but then if it's just like three three and a half, two point yeah. five, 2.5 then you're like eh, I'm, I'm good right for, now. for now yeah <laughs> like i might go back but i'm good for now totally totally <laughs> I i've
0: it. made some notes of like what what i might want to look mm. at there's one called malone
1: oh yeah yeah i haven't seen like I want to say any Burt of that era. Uh, the, one, the one that comes to mind, I'm um, I'm pretty sure this is 80s. What's it called? Like the one with Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, the Whorehouse. Best little Whorehouse in, in Texas. Texas, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I have seen that one. I feel that like that might also be 80s. But none of like, the, how many Burt Reynolds movies have I seen? Oh, still 10, <laughs> according to Letterboxd. Oh, okay. yeah, I watched, I watched like Smokey and the Bandit recently.
0: So. Oh, yeah, I've seen that and the sequel
1: oh yeah yeah Man, i was so confused with that movie i was like who's smoky what is smoky i don't get it
0: i know that was, <laughs> that was funny I was, was
1: just lost i'm <laughs> like someone please tell me what the Smoky is."
0: <laughs> i know i remember trying to like clarify in the comments of your review i was like but they say it like at one point
1: yeah exactly it's not enough <laughs> like for me i don't know maybe because i'm like not native and then i hear smoky but uh, it, it's just like a highway police yeah
0: common name yeah it's like uh it's it's like the cb radio slang like smoky's smoky up ahead like yeah 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 yeah.
1: yeah that's what we what we sell but right?
0: he's also smoky so i can see that like smoky is also a term for all police but then he is smoky because that, that's that's a confusing a. part yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like the smokey, he's like the rep- representative of the smokies yeah. <laughs> the, the top smoky i don't know man it's, it was confusing to me yeah uh, like not having grown up with that shit uh <laughs> oh, Ho- yes. Ho- hooper is another like burke yeah movie yeah that i haven't seen but i definitely know that cover well
0: totally yeah
1: i have seen cop and a half according to my letterbox i feel like uh, at one point like years ago i was just like going through my letterbox and just marking stuff as watched but i feel like i might have marked a lot of movies as watched that i just know the cover of growing yeah, up. yeah
0: or or maybe you're like i'm pretty sure i saw that as a kid
1: yeah or like <laughs> just stuff that would play on tv a lot but i never sat down to watch it necessarily that's fine
0: if you've seen most of it on sort tv of. accounts
1: yeah i guess for for a movie like up and a half i'm sure it does yeah that's yeah. plenty <laughs>
0: what what else have you been watching so i watched heat stick and sharky's machine but with burt reynolds what, what about you
1: nice um so i re-watched the movie recently so i i've been on this kick of like extreme japanese horror bullshit yeah. um sort of like phasing out of it now i still have a couple of things i want to watch but i think i'm gonna keep those for Halloween. so um next month in october is, is fair game again i'm trying to change it up uh at this point but one of the last ones i got around to was a rewatch i watched
0: um versus oh yes i haven't seen that since i was in high school
1: i haven't seen it since it came out so i feel it, it was the same time like that movie mm-hmm. was uh just released i feel like it might have been either a bad copy like a cam rip or some bullshit or a dubbed version where the dub Mm. wasn't very good or just on a shitty tv but i remember watching that movie when it came out i was like i can't make heads or tails of this i don't know what this is about this just feels like a complete mess and it's long
0: (laughs) yeah see i don't have any (laughs) memories of what it's about but my memory Mm. of it is this is awesome and long
1: yeah (laughs) okay so i can confirm it is awesome yeah it is technically long but these like my rewatch now it's it's a two hour movie but to me this rewatch it felt like one i was just i was just like flying through it i'm like oh my god this is so well done uh from the direction the action direction the effects and the cinematography and it's it's such a bare bones movie it's very much style over substance but Yeah, yeah jesus the style is so well done.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Just my impression, incredible. too. Like, I like it kind of, it was one of those things where, like, it sort of blew me away because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen anything done like that, you yeah. know, at that yeah. level with that craft and, like, you know, very independent feeling. And, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I remember also thinking like it's long and weird and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So yeah, I had this kind of like heads, tails, like reactions where yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. amazing. And also, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So if you haven't heard of Versus, so the setup is just like a bunch of Yakuza and this ex-con and a girl, they end up in this forest where people, if they die, they come back as zombies. That's the main gist. But there's, there's more behind that, but not a ton. It's all about like kinetic i would say like hong kong action movie level action truly well done uh crazy gory effects and uh it has this like sort of like techno-ish soundtrack that really dates it sort of this like yeah um, late 90s early 2000s sort of like alternative techno kind of thing Um, Mm -hmm. but there's also just kind of a cartoon as a movie uh very like these, these characters aren't layered there's there's more to them like sort of a, a like a very thin backstory but it doesn't really yeah. matter a ton you're all just in it for like the sensory uh high like i was yeah. really getting like i don't know I, I have my headphones on as well um watching on my well plenty big tv which is yeah, like yeah. it was a real experience i was like oh man i'm really this is really energizing as a, as a, as a fan of movies. And I am just like kicking myself. I'm like, how was I not appreciating this 20 years ago? I could have been loving versus for 20 years. And I have let all that time pass me by thinking that movie was just a, a mess. And, it's a maybe it is a mess but it's it's the kind of mess that I love yeah yeah maybe I just also just wasn't ready 20 years ago maybe I had not seen enough weird shit or like like the b-movie qualities to this thing I probably thought it was cheap and poorly done and now I'm like man I didn't know shit (laughs) now (laughs) I know uh yeah you know the 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 bar is just like (laughs) lowered I guess
0: but still um, have have you watched any like how many of uh, their movies have you seen outside of this? Because I think I've I I did see that you reviewed the Godzilla movie. Oh yeah yeah Godzilla Final Wars Final Wars uh, and you weren't a big fan of it. Ha- uh, I, I did see No One Lives in Downrange and I have seen Midnight Meat Train. But oh okay yeah yeah I was the, just wondering.
1: The only other movie I've seen of his is the Godzilla One Final Wars. I remember okay. that also being like a very over-the-top ambitious mess <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i didn't i didn't hate it but i was also like man like looking at godzilla as a series there's this like 70s godzilla one called godzilla versus the smog monster mm. which uh it was like a one-time director who did that and uh what's his name yoshimitsu Bano, i believe okay he did that and he basically got sort of like blacklisted he he wasn't allowed to do another godzilla movie because it was such a flop like everyone hated it because it's kind of a weird 70s psychedelic godzilla (laughs) but it does so much cool stuff and for a long time that was kind of like the bastard child of the godzilla movies Mm. but i'm surprised that godzilla final wars isn't more considered like to me that's like the real bastard child of the godzilla universe it's so oh man it's it it might have been i might have not been ready when i've only seen it (laughs) once and again maybe this like situation with versus 20 years ago where I just wasn't ready but yeah i don't know like i know i know justin the clue is a big fan of godzilla final wars and Mm. I'm, i'm i guess i sort of fall in the middle like where i'm like i can see all the crazy shit this is trying to do and i appreciate the attempts at crazy shit yeah but also, this is a mess. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I So I saw No One Lives at Midnight Madness mm. at the Toronto International Film Festival. And I, I didn't really like it. Um, mm-hmm. I came to sort of enjoy it over the course of the movie for what it was, which yeah. is like just like a dumb movie with lots of violence in it. Um, <laughs> I really did not like Downrange. Which was uh, which I, they put out in 2017.
1: I don't even know what that is. It's, is it's an American m- movie or
0: yeah yeah it's mm. this movie about these people that are stopped on the side of the road because they they're, they're tire mm. you know they blow out a tire okay and they and it turns out that there's a sniper somewhere who's picking them off and so the whole movie mm. is them like kind of hiding behind things trying to figure out why is this sniper trying to kill us yeah yeah, yeah. and I just felt like it was really it really graded on me yeah
1: yeah yeah. And, oh, I'm, I'm seeing your review and i remember your review yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: and yeah. and it, and i did so part of my review was that there was this really gross guy in the in yeah, the theater yeah, yeah. who was making all these things but i still felt like the movie was like they they really start to finally build to a place where where i felt like okay mm-hmm. you know this is getting really cool and yeah. then they like totally pulled the rug out from it in a way where i was like oh fuck off oh, <laughs> man yes. Yeah yeah
1: yeah so. in terms of like uh um, only godzilla final wars on versus up until now mm-hmm. and the impression i get uh, at this point especially from versus is it, it's, it's kind of a lightning in a bottle situation where it's just mm-hmm. like all the right people at the right time in the right place they yeah. made this crazy thing and that team just never like worked <laughs> together again in the same way yeah uh, like there is a movie by him called azumi that i'm kind of interested in watching it's mm. based it's, it's based on a on a manga um i believe there's a sequel as well but that's not directed by kitamura um yeah i might check that out and see if it's yeah. like really a fluke or not um but yeah i can only speak to verses at this point and yeah, man totally. if you haven't seen versus uh, and if it sounds like your thing
0: i need to circle back on it you know I, it, i'm pretty it, it, sure i rented it on either a dvd or even an import like a vhs with, yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. subtitles and yeah, and yeah. so you yeah. know it's yeah, been it's, uh, a long time
1: <laughs> it was t- literally 20 years ago for yeah me, exactly so, you know that that's long enough to see if you still uh, feel
0: the same way about the movie totally man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna have to get back to that one yeah. for sure that was a trip well, we're hitting an hour. I mm. think I'm I'm good I, with what I've talked about. Is there anything else that you want us to close close up with, or? Uh,
1: not really, man. All I've right. got I've always got more stuff to talk yeah. about, but then this will turn into a totally. Like a a, a movie (laughs) mouth. Yeah, we don't need to do that. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that, but I want to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Well, you can go to backdashrow.com and find all of our podcasts and essays and film writing there. There's lots of great stuff that you can do there. You can go to Patreon and get bonus episodes like a mixtape of songs from VHS era films hosted by me, lots of other. Um, exclusive essays and things even videos from carlo so check that out it's all at backdashrow.com rowcom and you can follow me on letterboxd at yckmd underscore or just type dan gorman mm-hmm. on letterboxd and how about you carlo
1: i'm on letterboxd.com slash cycle pike yes that, that's, that's the main thing
0: all right well thank you and we'll be back again with more cream of the crud mm-hmm. uh goodbye bye-bye